guys. It is Brittany Parker, and we are back with another episode of No Wire Hangers. Yes, it is Thursday, finally. We wait so long to get to the Friday Junior, as they call it. <laughs> before we do anything, though, before make sure that you like, comment, subscribe, share, share this podcast right now, this live, with five people that you know that's like right in your phone. Go right in your phone and look for five people. Share this, like it, subscribe. Let us know that you're watching, tuning in. Woo, okay, I am, I'm so nervous about my second episode. I'm not gonna even front, y'all. I'ma just keep it all the way real. Today, I have a special, special, special guest. Um, I was, again, going through my contacts, going through just, my friends list and i'm like i have some amazing women that i've known in my circle that i've prayed with that i've cried with that i've walked for just all these things and i said i'm gonna make this easy on myself like my first like 10 episodes i want to be around women that have influenced me that have shown me different things and for sure you definitely have today (laughs) we have miss nova marie scott here um singer songwriter mm-hmm. jamaican native uh, i don't know why i was like it's nigerian mm-hmm. or it's jamaican, jamaican. It's one of these. <laughs> she's like Mm-mm. mother and you are so worship leader mm-hmm. um your husband and yourself have a church mm-hmm. in brea yes. so what is the name of the church again it's called harvest international harvest church. i want that's my favorite word probably yes. <laughs> that's probably why so and then all of that and your fashion designer yes so tell us a little bit about how you first started in your singing career i mean ever since i was a little girl so um i've been singing for as long as i can remember and then when my mom and dad had a sign up for piano class (laughs) it was a wrap from there when we were like eight you know so it's been when me and my siblings when i say we it's my siblings and i but when I was like eight years old, um, I started playing the piano. And okay. so just from there, I just had a love for music for as long as I could remember. I just love it. So was it anything like the Jacksons? How many <laughs> siblings? Four, four of us. Yeah. <laughs> and it was Something like, like stay that, on it. So did all of your siblings stay with singing and no, because the thing about not not everybody could sing, you oh, know. Okay. One um was into like um one is a doctor now okay. uh, the other two are engineers nice. and, but one does um music scoring for their app they have like a whole app thing going on oh. where they create like mini movies that is cool. and so they do film coloring and 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 scoring so, so two yeah. out of four yes <laughs> yes stayed in the field yes and other like but yeah. that's awesome because mm-hmm. that's kind of how it works and that's one thing i guess you know, parenting and all that stuff. You want your kids to experience and try different things before they know what they want to do. Exactly. (laughs) Throw you in there. (laughs) So tell tell us about like your first gig and like when you were, if you remember the first gig. And I wouldn't call it a gig. I would say more, you know, most of the things that I've done, it's been within the church. Like um, from before when as a kid growing up, it was like, um, school choir, you know, and then when you're at church, you're like, well, I'm gonna sign up for the choir and I'm gonna do worship and then yeah. I'm gonna write music. And so there's times where I've 
I had um, written songs in the past and I would sing, you know, some yeah. of those songs, but it was more in that context um, as far as just serving and joining different groups, you yeah. know, yeah. that were available. So I could just sharpen my gift and just be a part, part of, of, it. Yeah. of like a group. So, so it was, I was just never like, but you've all like, no matter what you do, you have like the nervous feeling and the ch like, the oh, change. Yeah. oh yeah. <laughs> Everything like that. I think that. everybody does, so, you know? Yeah. 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 And okay, so what is your favorite song to sing? Well, my favorites, it changes all the time. I don't have a favorite song. I just love music that speaks to the heart of people okay. and that, you know, um, because music is has a very powerful way of changing and shaping your emotions and your yeah. thoughts. And it goes even beyond, you know, the, the surface. It yeah. really goes deep, which is why it's so powerful and so just music that inspires and that encourages and that gives people hope. That's my favorite kind of music, music I would yes, say. Yeah. Yes. And yeah. I'm going to tell you right now, she know how to sing. <laughs> yes. There's been plenty of times during worship that I've been like, I know that. Yes. You're or, so funny. <laughs> no, seriously, because I mean, you know, like you said, it just goes back to when it, it hits deeper than just the surface, mm -hmm. you know, there's frequencies, there's emotion, there's mm -hmm. all of that. So you definitely have that anointing mm -hmm. um, with that. Mm -hmm. So for the women out there, the young millennial girls <laughs> like myself, I don't sing though. Don't even try me. Do you have any tips or tricks that you use to help you get over like nerves or, you know, mm -hmm. when you're singing, you're rehearsing and stuff like that. Can you share that with them? Well, I would just say um, a lot has to do with your what's going on in the inside. So every single aspect of life, right? So this, I wouldn't say it's a tip just for music, but in general, okay. if you don't deal with your emotions, if you don't deal with your insecurities, you know, it shows yeah. up in anything you try to do and anything you try to build. Yeah. So when it comes to music um, and anything that I have been um, putting my hands on and trying to build vision wise, I always make sure that I take time to work on me and make sure that um, my mindset is healthy, how I look at myself, um, all the different things like childhood traumas or right, whatever right. it is that causes those things that come up in the future to try to sabotage you. I took lots of time through my early, I could say college days to really okay. work and focus on that part, you know, because I was like, if I can't, get over this, then I won't be able to be successful in whatever it is that I do. Mm -hmm. So I would say, you know, work on those different emotional wounds and um, the things that um, will cause you to sabotage to make you feel like your value isn't, um, that could not valuable, yeah. um, where you feel you have low self-esteem based off of whatever it is. It yeah. could be, you know, broken home difference. or whatever it is, but all these things um, can be a tool that pushes you, but at the same time, it comes as a thing to try to break you down. And so just healing in those areas, I think wow. is the best. And then on top of that, now you do the natural things like practice. If yeah. you feel like that's something you're called to do that you have a passion for, you know, maybe I would say vocal lessons or singing in the shower. Like we all yeah. love to do. <laughs> I could but, do that. I but the, real yeah, but the natural the things car. come, you have to partner the natural with the, the spiritual and emotional. And if those three are well balanced and wholesome, then everything will work well. So That's I awesome. would say, you know, she so. went deep. 
Because when you think about it, it's like, oh, wait a minute. <laughs> she said, go back to the, yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. That's, that's awesome. So um, you mentioned traumas, mm -hmm. um, things in your past. Mm -hmm. um, I was last week, my first episode, um, I guess we spoke about children mm -hmm. and she is a, um, like a community leader for mm -hmm. at-risk youth. So we spoke about different behaviors, um, things that you should pay attention to as a mother when it comes to your children. And I understand that you have three small babies. Mm -hmm. So cute. Um, do you pay attention? I mean, I know you pay attention, of course, mm -hmm. but certain things because of their age, my, like my son is 12. So it's a, a big age difference. Mm -hmm. um, my friend, her son is 17. Do you, you notice the, uh, when they act out certain things that they do, certain behaviors, because um, mm -hmm. I know there's moms out there with babies that are your age and it's mm -hmm. different. It's mm -hmm. a different type of lashing or it's a different type of acting out or mm -hmm. different behaviors that they may, they want something or they're going through something, mm -hmm. um, how they experience grief. Is there ways that you uh, understand them or cope and help them cope? Oh yeah. I think um, in parenting them when there is no cookie cutter, there's no book. Right. So everybody writing books, right. it's like, okay. <laughs> Because my child is different from your child, child. your child different from my child. But one thing that I've established because of what I didn't have growing up is communication. Yeah. And so from when they were like little, little babies, right now the oldest is 11, yeah, the other yeah. one is nine, and the, the youngest is seven now. He just turned seven. Oh and so God. what I've established over the years um, is taking time to listen, showing interest. It, it, it could be, mommy, look. But maybe really, and just give them that one-on-one -on -one time. Okay, so so the come is there, and they just. I take time to explain. I certain things why we don't do certain things yeah. why don't oh so they see the dangers like for instance we were doing um it was um with, with smoking you know mm -hmm. and so but explain and then show them pictures i, yeah. I know it sounds like probably out there. No, but it's I, not. I went to Google, show them pictures of like a heart. It's about the fact of um, you only get one body and one life to live. And so once your time is up, it's up. And so God has given us all vision, yeah. all a purpose and things to do. And over time, as you grow older, you're going to know what it is. But the worst thing to go through is to, be in a purpose, but then your body can't, can't go can't there, go there yeah. because Ooh. of certain things that out of wisdom, you didn't take care of on take the front heat. end, yeah. you know? So I, that I been yeah. So I tell them, I said, you know, don't you want to be older and strong? And so even with eating the vegetables, they, they eat veg I don't have to make them eat certain things and do certain things because I expose them to the wisdom and the knowledge yeah. and certain documentaries that they want to watch. Like, 
let's watch you know like these netflix what the hell oh, thing yeah, you know yeah, uh, all that stuff and so they're like you know i don't think we should be going out to eat too often it's not good <laughs> for me you know home. so i allow them to get exposed to that and then allow them to make decisions based off of the knowledge we expose them to so yeah that's yeah. good that's very good and i think that communication is key mm -hmm. um a lot and i can relate when it comes to well for me and my son and just like i guess my son's dad he's told my son you know she needs to stop being your friend i don't really think i'm my son's friend mm -hmm. but i think that he could talk to me mm -hmm. because life is real for them just as is real as it is mm -hmm. for us just because they don't have bills they still are going through things you know mm -hmm. that they might not be they might be scared to talk about or they saw something or whatever so i try to be that open book policy as well son you can come and, and say this to me if you feel mm -hmm. like it's just, just like he told me one that he wants to run away. I was like, well, where are you going? <laughs> Let me know when you want to come back. Like, yeah. I'm here for you. Like, mm -hmm. you know, but no, it was just like, because he felt like he couldn't get what he needed out. So, mm -hmm. you know, that was really just a lot for me, but that definitely, that's probably some of the best advice that I've heard on the, mm -hmm. on the note, you know, on the notebook, because honestly, a lot of people are that way. I'm the parent, you're the child. Yeah. I don't want to hear it. Oh, and, and I apologize to my kids too. I remember yeah. the first, that was very humbling, you know, but I make it a um, practice of apologizing when yeah. I am wrong. You know, I know some people like, oh no, we don't do that. But it's that that's pride in you yeah. that won't admit to being wrong. And I know there are certain things that were damaging to me in the future as a teenager where I went through a whole rebellious phase yeah. because of things that, you know, people would not admit to like adults right. like oh no i'm right you're wrong, wrong or right. i know more than you do and yes you have a different lens and angle not, yeah but what you're doing or what you did damaged me or it hurt me yeah. you get what i'm saying yeah. so i always make it it could be something simple like i had to add to i should not talk to you in that Middle tone, tone. And you know we're all and yeah. it's all it's mm -hmm. possible just because i'm his mom you know it was like i brought him here one uh one time last week and the reason why I bought, brought Caleb was because I wanted to surprise him mm -hmm. with the basketball league that's here. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I was like, I'm going to bring him. And the basketball league, he's going to be like, finally. But we missed it. So mm -hmm. he's we had a meeting for like almost three hours. Mm -hmm. He walked around here. He was so bored. And I felt so bad because mm -hmm. that was my initial thing is for him to come and see if the basketball league was mm -hmm. going to be here. So the next morning I text him and I said, son, I apologize. You know, I said, thank you for hanging out, but I apologize, but we have another chance, you know? And he's mm -hmm. like, okay, mom, it's fine. You know, but I, I felt bad. I was like, I was wrong. Cause I made him stay for all that time during my meeting. And he was so, mm -hmm. you know, like, oh, you know, and I was like, I felt like I let him down, mm -hmm. you know? So I was, it was easy to apologize. Cause I don't have that pride, but definitely that is, mm -hmm. that is another key. <laughs> Oh yeah. It is. Oh, it yeah. really, really is. So and it teaches them to be responsible adults. So when you yeah. mess up, you know, you don't have to wallow in the mess up, but you acknowledge it, yeah. you know, you try to make it right as much as possible and you move on, yeah. you know. So and they're not sitting there stuck like, oh, I'm yeah. a, I'm a loser of this, you know, which yeah. is how we grew up because you know, our parents didn't necessarily show us that it's okay, like you're not gonna be perfect, right? You know, exactly. So, and so, that's yeah. one thing I try to make sure, like. <laughs> And I told so I be mess I mess up all the time, you know. Like yeah. I just and I and it's funny because being in my thirties, my you know early thirties, having a child, and I'm like I'm still 
my mom's kid. And I'm like, why is this person asking me these questions? Yeah. It's like mom. And I'm like, he's calling me mom now. <laughs> you know. So it's funny because I'm just like, I feel still like, you know, I'm somebody like you're baby. growing up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So trust it's, me. It's, yeah. Mm -hmm. But that's awesome. So mm -hmm. now to the juiciness. Okay, juicy. Well, juicy. <laughs> the, what what I really, 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 really wanted you to share is your fashion history mm -hmm. and starting your brand and just, you know, giving our girls some advice and insight on what it took you mm. to start. So tell us where <laughs> you started. <laughs> that's, that's exactly what I mean. <laughs> so tell, tell us exactly uh, when you started uh, mm -hmm. BC Nova Marie and mm -hmm. what, like, moved you into that. Okay, so it was back in 2015. It was January of 2015. I had my third, my, my son, he was like six months at the time. Okay. But prior to that, like maybe the whole year of 2014, because um, what happened was I went to school for broadcast journalism. Okay. okay graduated with a degree, Ooh. but didn't do anything. She should be here. I don't know what she's doing. <laughs> what? <No. laughs> I didn't do anything in the field because I could not find a job. Okay. So I went through, you know, different things like entrepreneurship, like, well, they ain't going to hire me. I'm going to start this. I'm a, yeah. So I done sold every and anything you could think about. Like, I'm a caterer. So I got my <laughs> food handler's permit, you know, started catering. You okay. know, we I, I sold a whole bunch. Yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> But by the time I, um, by 2014 ish, um, I had my third child. I decided like I wanted to stay home to really be able to, at least for the first five years until they're all in kindergarten, so that um, I could at least instill and teach and, you know, love them. I didn't want to miss a moment. So yeah. I said, okay, I'm going to stay home. You know, hubby would work and everything like that. And, um, but after a while, you know, the wall starts talking like, I can't do this, look, you know? Um, and so I just started to feel like, and not, not a knock to motherhood because it's your responsibility as a mother is so great. You get to nurture and yeah. you get to pour into and love on and yeah. do so much for your legacy, you yeah. know, in building them up in confidence so they're ready for the world. And yeah. that is a serious big. big job, yeah. you know, your contribution yeah. is amazing and it's yeah. great. Right. But, um, after a while, um, the part of me that, that sees big, that has vision started coming back to life. And I'm mm -hmm. like, okay, there, I have to do something, okay. you know, there has to be something that I can do in order to number one, contribute in a natural sense to my family, but then also to, feel this passion that I have, um, to serve others outside of myself, you know? Yeah. And so in 2015, it was around my birthday in January where I just started getting real restless. And my son was six months at the time. So I woke up one more, one night, like it was like three in the morning, two 33, four o'clock in the morning. I can't remember the time. And I'm thinking I'm popping up. Cause I used to pop up all the time. Like who's crying, who needs yeah. something now, you know, kind of thing where you never get sleep for the first yeah. 10 years. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and years. so, um, yeah, really. so anyway, so <laughs> what happened was, um, I got up, could not go back to sleep. And, um, after that, I just, as I got started pouring into me, his vision, he's like Nova, you know, cause I hear God in different ways. And yeah. so it was like, Nova, I want you to restore dignity to women through clothing. And I was like, okay. And, um, 
at, at first I didn't, I, I kind of had the concept of what that meant, but over the past six years, he started to grow it and like really, um, really like birth it and really like show me what that meant. Yeah. And so like, I started like becoming more aware. Um, not that I wasn't aware before because there's times where throughout, you know, when you're in ministry doing church, um, mm. church work and stuff like that, that you counsel people all the time. So you see the state of people, how that they go through so many hard things that mm. literally knocks the life out of them, yeah. robs them of self-esteem and self-worth. And so I said, Lord, what can I do? You know? And so from there, he started birthing that passion even deeper for women who had been trafficked, you know, yeah. um, and then abuse and, um, and also homelessness. And so it started out of that passion to really want to use my, um, what's the word for, use my passion for fashion and yeah. clothing and everything, but using that as a tool to empower and clothe um, those okay. type of women. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Wow. Mm -hmm. Well, <laughs> you did that. <laughs> <laughs> no, truly. Like I remember, you know, just little backstories of how we met and how, you know, I got into modeling for you and all that kind of stuff. And I just, get, I used to get so excited. I'm like, she has the eye, like whatever, <laughs> because I've, I mean, I've dealt with so many fashion designers and mm -hmm. all that stuff. So it was like, I felt the peace, mm -hmm. you know, when I put your clothes on, like I felt your spirit of what you are trying to do in this mm. or what you're doing in it. And so I, I'm just grateful that you were obedient in that. Yeah. That was, <laughs> I mean, it was fun. So do you have any memorable or funny uh, moments at like fashion show? Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> so the last one that I had um, back in, I think it was the ending of the summer 2018 or 2019, no, 2018. And I remember we get to the building and there's no AC and it's like a hundred degrees outside. Yeah. And so everybody's sweating. <laughs> and, um, and of course, because like in business, any and everything can go wrong, yes. you know, you any event, anything that you're doing, any and everything can go wrong. And so there's, or it could go above what you imagine, you know? Yeah, yeah. So, no in yeah, yeah. So here, you know, we are trying to figure this out because I'm like, man, like I'm putting on this event, people are here and you know how as customers, people sometimes, they, they don't care about, you know, the fact that the it's a building people that they turned it off and yeah. didn't even let you know that it's off for the whole summer, you know, they just rent you the space like, okay, that's it. And so, but somebody ended up going and buying all these fans. So it worked out, but that it was just so funny how all the models were in back and oh they're all God, sweaty as their makeup was being put on and you know, and the, how chaotic it was while everybody's outside and they don't even know the, like the, the fact that it is, it's, crazy back here yeah. you know what i mean yeah, they have no yeah. Idea. and people were supposed to come mm -hmm. <laughs> people were supposed talent. to show up don't show up people are supposed to help to do certain things at the last day oh i can't make it like the hour before and it's like come on man but having <laughs> to push through just the changes that happen and yeah. just do what you said you were gonna, gonna do, do you know that making it happen me. regardless so yes, so yes. yeah and i i have to reiterate last week because 
them you was trying to get me, I was in a worse way than I am now. Mm-hmm. And I just, I pushed through to get here, mm-hmm. you know? And my first episode, I said, I have to, I have to do it. Mm-hmm. It was so many reasons why I didn't have to, you know, and mm-hmm. I could have just easily said no, but that, I, that is so, that's such a key. I mm-hmm. kid you not. Cause I was like, you got to push through, you got to make it happen and you got to just, and find a way that's that's yeah. my thing it's like finding a way Absolutely. the thing about it like when i started back in 2015 i only had 250 dollars. okay so i wasn't gonna go take out business loans or anything mm-hmm. like that so what i did was okay i'm gonna teach myself how to hand bead shirts and okay. so i started off hand beading shirts and then sold that flipped it and then was able from there to go and open up the boutique and then from there okay. flip that sold all the clothing you know that i was um curating and then use that as my investment to start my own fashion line so it's working what you have sorry working what you have and pushing and doing whatever you can do to do and then allowing god's grace to cover the areas that you're weak in that you're not as um aware you know or educated in or you know um, you, you, you didn't go right. to school for that. You get what I'm yes, saying? And, he and he, he'll make up the difference. Yeah. yeah. And, and mm-hmm. he, he'll start exploring. And that's what makes it fun. Mm-hmm. That, you know, finding your passion and then getting into it, just like being here, learning and growing and doing everything that I do. It makes it fun because mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, I could, you know, you figure this out. You connect this to this. You plug that in there. And it just makes it, it, it makes it fun and it helps. It's not tedious. Yes. And it's not like a burden. It's not, mm-hmm. you know, so that's really awesome. Um, as far as your brand goes, mm-hmm. can you tell everyone what or who your target market is? Okay, so for my brand, it's it's a multifaceted thing. This is beyond um, my brand goes beyond fashion. Um, it's music because, like, I, I I recorded an EP. Um, <laughs> I, <laughs> I recorded the name EP and did it like a, a whole free virtual concert back in um, okay. November and then released the music from there um, back in January of this year. Okay. And so that's added to the brand. And so I would say it's multifaceted, but one of the main things, the main, I guess, push or the vision is to restore dignity. So right. if I'm writing music, it's to bring people to another level. It's to inspire, it's to encourage, it's to bring hope, right? And then um, for my clothing per se, I would say it's twofold um, because you have the consumer aspect or the consumers, and those are people who are, um, you know, they like to dress modestly, but they don't want to look like they're wearing a muumu all the time, you know? And um And they also have a passion to give back because with my clothing, it's like you buy an outfit, we give an outfit um, away to a woman in need. We give them essential items, feminine hygiene products and all those different things. And so it's twofold. And so the brand now encompasses all kinds of women. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I can't just say it's for this or this type of woman Mm -hmm. at this age, everything like that. Well, I tell you, you have some, I was looking at the old stuff from like, you know, back when I was modeling for you and yeah. we were doing, and I'm like, this, this is cute. I want that. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm not even there no more. Ready to just- nope. I got rid of everything to, <laughs> to really launch, to launch my design. So that, yeah. So you pretty much have given um, our influencers and fashion designers, aspiring fashion designers, some advice, but if you can, you know, 
come up with one more just little key for them mm -hmm. you know as they're in the early stages mm -hmm. um what would it be I would say be patient with yourself and time has a way of processing all things. And so sometimes we could become impatient by watching the next person and, um, or the person over there and not knowing that they've been processed within their own thing. Right. And so you could look at somebody who's been doing something for 20 years and, and want to skip steps and want to be at a 20 year mark in your first, second year. Yeah. Yeah. but be patient, um, take your time, you know, allow time to process some things in and out of you, whether it's anxiety, whether it's low self-esteem, because, um, what I've noticed in whatever area that I've have had the opportunity to serve, because that's what your, your business is a service you're yeah, yeah. giving, you know? And so, um, whatever area that has been that I have, I've had the opportunity to serve was this fashion, whether it's music, what, whatever it is, right? Um, one of the things that I've realized is that the, the process of time, I needed it. So I remember when I first started back in 2015, I was in this rush to for success, rush yeah. to for big sales. Like I want to sell a thousand, get a sure, thousand yeah. orders today, you yeah, know. Yeah. But not knowing that my mindset, my emotions, all the different things on the inside that comes to that actually has to match your outside right. was not stable enough, was not um, strong enough, you know, or, um, yeah, in order ready. to hold something of that caliber. And so I say, you know, take time allow time to process out of you all those different things you know don't give up because things aren't going your way you know because things aren't moving fast enough right, right. there's a time and place for everything and when it's your time and your season as you are allowing yourself to be processed by not quitting you 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 will be next you know yeah and the doors will open you'll and things will work next. out i mm -hmm. love that so mm -hmm. you have to hear You'll be up next. Be patient. Take your time. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. So in conclusion, mm -hmm. do you have any content, songs, new merchandise, anything coming out? You let the people know. Yes. So currently, if you go to my website, www.bcnovamarie.com, okay. it'll have like um, the different links to go to different places. Like, for instance, for my music. Um, like I said, I released an EP in the top of January. And so if people want to watch the live concert that I did, the virtual okay. concert, it's on um, my YouTube page. It's called Nova Marie Music. Um, so Nova Marie Music. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So you can um, watch videos or watch the virtual concert on there. And then also go to uh, iTunes, Apple Music, okay. Amazon. It's all on all the streaming platforms if you want to. I got to download all of it. Yeah. All of it. <laughs> So it's entitled Daybreak. My EP is entitled Daybreak. Um, and so if you type in Nova Marie Daybreak, you'll see, um, you'll be able to find um, okay. my music on any digital platform. And then as far as my designs, um, like right now I'm in the process of manufacturing and getting my um, um, a few of my designs um, brought to production. Okay. So I'm currently working on that. So in the next couple of months, you know, like by August, everything will be ready to ship. But people can, if they go in and check out, they like something, people can pre-order now, okay. you know, in order to, yeah, sure. you can pre-order um, in order to hold your outfit, you know? Yes. Yes. I'm and telling so, you guys, yeah. like... <laughs> I still have a lot of the pieces that you gave me. Yeah. I like cannot pry them out. And I have not wore, worn them yet. 
because I'm trying to get myself right. Oh, but boy. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, I just told one of my friends, I said, girl, these pieces, she was like, well, let me see this. <laughs> They've been sitting there. My mom, she used to, she's like, Brittany, you have to wear these. I'm like, I know, but I, it's almost like a sentimental value mm. for me. I was like, she gave me these. Like, I love them. So definitely you guys check out her music, check out her clothing. You will not be disappointed on either platforms mm -hmm. of telling you. So yes, that's it. We're at No Wire Hangers. Thank you so much for sitting with me for a little yes, bit. Yes, of course. And giving us those gems and showing us the love. And I'm glad to finally see you. I know. Because <laughs> I was like, what are we doing lunch? I, know. I don't know. <laughs> It's been a lot. Going I've been on. seeing you on Facebook. At least so, I'm, I'm watching you on Facebook. Like, hey, girl. Yes, I'm trying Instagram. to keep it together. You know, God has been good to me, so I'm just, I'm getting up. You know, everybody's. Yes. I've had nurses say, "God, it sucks. You're this age, and you're going through this." And I said, "And I'm grateful. Yes. I'm grateful to be here. Like, I can't complain. You know, yeah. I don't know how." It's just mm -hmm. not for me. So I'm just really great, grateful that I have this opportunity and to be here and just, this is our reintroduction. Yeah. <laughs> so you guys check her out. We are out of here.